It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for extending the play with your host, NFL insider, John McMullen. Today's program is presented locally by the Malamut Law Firm and Remax Real Estate and powered regionally by Bet River Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. Now, here's John McMullen. Welcome into another edition of Extending the Play. And I think, you know, it's more apropos even than normal today because we have Ryan Rothstein in the studio here at AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, the host of The Fix every weekday, Monday through Friday, 10 to 1. And, of course, that means the football fix at 1030. So we're extending that, Ryan. We are extending the play on a football fix for Eagles Cowboys week. Dallas week, first of all. I'm honored to be here. And we're doing a double extension. Is that fair? Double You're, extension. I mean, yes. you, you typically extend the play. We do the football fix. And now we're we're collabing here for a special extending the play. I'm excited. And on Halloween. Happy Halloween Happy to all Halloween. the listeners out there as well. So we have so much coming in. And I also want to say rest in peace to Sean Connery. That's a t- tough one. Man. 2020 has been a terrible year all around, but that's the greatest uh, James Bond who ever lived. I don't mm-hmm. care. Don't give me any Roger Moore people. <laughs> Although I will say Daniel Craig is awful good. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He, he is. But, you know, there's something about number one and obviously Sean Connery. So rest in peace to the great Sean Connery. But uh, let's get to more happy topics. I think it's going to be a happy topic with the Eagles Cowboys because the Cowboys, Ryan, this isn't. Dak Prescott versus Carson Wentz. It's not Tony Romo versus Donovan McNabb. It's not even (laughs) Roger Stahlback versus Ron Jaworski. (laughs) It's Carson Wentz versus Ben DiNucci. What do you know about Ben DiNucci? I know he has a LinkedIn page. That's about it. He's got a LinkedIn page. (laughs) Was he on an episode of The Sopranos, I think, at some point? I think it's a safe bet. (laughs) I'm sure the odds are in that that favor there. (laughs) I would say yes. uh, Ben DiNucci is a seventh-round pick out of James Madison. And, And by the way, Ryan, that part's kind of interesting because the two powerhouses and last year's FCS championship game was James Madison against North Dakota State. So we do have that, uh, obviously, Carson Wentz, North Dakota State mm-hmm. uh, product, and they've been so dominant at that level of football overall. James Madison is really good as well. But I, I do think people look at FCS and say, well, what is wrong with this kid? Why couldn't he go to a major college? Ben DiNucci did. He he went to Pitt. He was the starting quarterback at Pitt uh, in his sophomore year, kind of lost the job. And then I think it's smart. If you're a young college player, he wanted playing time. And, That's it. And he transferred, and he turned into an NFL prospect, and he's, he's going to be the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football. Yeah, you just you need to get film out there, right? Like that's the bottom line. If you're going to take a seat on the bench and you're seeing that more and more, guys are transferring, they don't care where to, as long as they're getting the starting job, they can get film out there and they can play. They're they're leaving. And we're going to talk about in our Eagles Intel segment later in the show, one of the things Let's be honest, there's no film on Ben DiNucci, largely other than when he came in last week after Andy Dalton was concussed. And Doug Peterson mentioned 
all-week lack of preseason. So typically you would have a lot of preseason film on a player like Ben DiNucci. You didn't have that. So the Eagles are kind of flying blind, but they do have uh, one advantage. And as I said, we'll bring up that during the Eagles Intel segment later in the program. But now I want to just, before we bring on our guest, which is going to be Daniel Gallen, who does a great job covering this team for PennLive.com. Uh, and obviously that's Har- uh, Harrisburg Patriot News. Um, and he's been covering this team for a number of years now. And that's what we do on Extending the Play. We bring you the best beat writers uh, in the business that take you inside what's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles each and every day. And what's going on this week is everybody's getting healthy, man. Five 21-day practice windows get started this week, Ryan. Five of them. (laughs) And the Eagles have already paved the way by putting uh, Nate Gary on on short-term injured reserve, Jannard Avery as well. So now they have four open spots for five guys. And you know Jalen Rager's going to be out there most likely, and I've gotten this all week, and nobody is happy about this. Most likely, Jason Peters is going to be your starting left tackle. Uh, Dallas Goddard's the most iffy one. T.J. Edwards going to be your starting middle linebacker. And also, Rudy Ford potentially back as your best special teams player. So the Eagles are getting healthier just as the Cowboys are, are leaking oil. So we think. Right. I mean, can Jason Peters and you and I have talked about this all week, you know, the the fans and their opinion and perception right now with Jason Peters isn't too hot. Um, But the bottom line is, can he contribute? Can he even be available and be a factor for four quarters? That's I think that's a question any week with Jason Peters. Right. at, At 38 years old. Yep. And, you know, I, I, I was thinking about that today, this morning, and I'm thinking about all the troubles on the Eagles' offensive line. And, and you know, if you think about it, Jordan Bailata, which everybody wants out there, uh, is probably going to be the swing tackle. And we'll know more later today when the Eagles officially bring up the players they're going to bring up, bring them off injured reserve, I should say. Uh, And, again, it's most likely going to be Jason Peters uh, at left tackle. Lane Johnson's going to try to give it a go with the knee injury and the ankle injury at right tackle. So, you know, in theory, Ryan, you're going to need somebody in reserve who can play both positions. And that would be the swing tackle. That that would be Jordan Mailata. So it makes sense, at least from that standpoint, that would, you would want to have somebody in reserve that can handle both positions just in case. No, absolutely. And it's you look at how far Jordan Mailata has come. I mean, a guy that's never played football, he's still getting used to wearing pads and a helmet. He goes to the starting left tackle, and now he's still in a crucial role, as you're describing, John, where he could have to go play left tackle. He could have to go play right tackle. Who knows where else he may end up on Sunday right night. Right guard. Who yeah, knows? Right guard, center. I mean, maybe in the slot, not wide center. receiver. I will say not center. <laughs> but, I, you know, Matt Pryor, I mean, probably, I would say, and, and this is all uh, up in the air because there have been so many moving parts. Sua Opeta uh, didn't um, uh, didn't play well in his first NFL start at left guard. So 
Nate Herbig's probably going to move back there. That poor guy. He starts at right guard, moves to left guard, back to right guard. Now he's probably going to be back at left guard. And I wrote about that at Sports Illustrated this week. Everybody should check that out at si.com backslash Eagles. But Nate Herbig is a the guy they say, okay, he can do whatever. And that's really, really important for this team because they are kind of piecemealing it together every everywhere else because – there's no Andre Dillard. There's no Isaac Samalo. And there's been so many other injuries as well. You look at what's going on in Dallas right now, and Philadelphia does this every year. And I bring this up because it relates to the offensive line. And I want to ask you, John, these guys have to be ready to play whenever, wherever on the offensive line. Do you credit Doug Peterson, or do you think this is a potential disaster waiting to happen? Well, I, I credit Jeff Stoutland a lot. True. It, it, it's not, you know, it's not like the Eagles want to do it. They've been forced to do it. Now, you can argue you made a mistake bringing back the 38-year-old guy. That's fine. Yep. That's a legitimate criticism. But as far as the injuries of, of players like Isaac Samalo and Brandon Brooks, I guess you could say, you know, but what are you going to do? You're not going to cut Brandon Brooks. He's an no. all-pro player. No. So you have to roll the dice there. You know, I look around this league. I talk about, and I know I talk about it with you a lot, Ryan. I, I always use that word context. And it's not just Eagles fans, but Eagles fans are very provincial, as most NFL fans are. They pay attention to their team and they don't pay attention to everybody else there are some bad offensive lines in this league and a lot of these teams can't get five guys together as starters to play at a decent level and the eagles are just as i said every single week they have a different group and they put it together to where it's at least serviceable yeah so I, I do think you have to give Jeff Stoutland, who's the offensive line coach and, and the running game coordinator, a lot of, of credit. I really do. And it, it, like I said, I, I mean, it, and good teams. I mean, in the past, Seattle uh, has always been their Achilles heel has been their offensive line. It's actually gotten a little bit better uh, over the past few seasons. Minnesota is another team that has been – they're having a terrible year this year, but they've been a playoff team pretty consistently, always with a bad offensive line. Uh, I mean, what the Eagles and what Jeff Stoutland do with that is pretty impressive uh, each and every week. And, you know, now you start to think about players like Nate Herbig and Jordan Mailata. These are undrafted players. You mentioned Mailata never played this game before in his life until he got to these shores. And now everybody says, oh, that's a constant that should be playing over a Hall of Famer. That quick. That quick. That quick. Now he has to be the left tackle every week, regardless of who else is healthy, not healthy. <laughs> I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. I have been. He's looked good over a short span. But that's a pretty quick hop on the Jordan Mailata bandwagon, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it, too quick. And, and yeah. by the way, Doug Peterson kind of let you in on that and – you know, in essence, what he was saying was pump the brakes. You know, Jason Peters is pretty good. And that's also, you know, what he said uh, about Nate Herbig as well. But we're going to get all into this with Daniel Gallon of Penn Live. Stay tuned for more Expending the Play, AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio.
smart sports better knows where to find the best odds before placing a bet and that's why smart betters use prop swap america's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets prop swap customers always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself see a ticket you like but think the price is too high submit a bid for a price you think is fair then buy it become a smarter sports better today go to PropSwap.com right now or download the prop swap app prop swap where america buys and sells sports bets malamut and associates is south jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers compensation firm specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need managing partner adam malamut's history in south jersey is heralded with recognition and awards yet his approach to law is rather simple to serve each and every client until justice has been served get connected with adam at malamutlaw.com and let the power of malamut and associates represent you when it matters most malamut and associates south jersey's best heard it work go right now to injuredworkers.com when you're injured on the job your family is injured as well turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help that care and that you can count on go to injuredworkers.com from malamut and associates nobody plans to get injured when it happens you need injuredworkers.com get the help you need from injuredworkers.com go to injuredworkers.com right now the secret is out about the award-winning wycombe public house people travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings nightly food specials their turkey ball and their homemade treats wycombe public house is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery tired hands so hop in the car and take a drive to bucks county because when you arrive at the wycombe public house you'll know that you're home before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. Sports are back, baby, and it's time to get those jerseys, those youth jerseys, those youth trophies, logos, everything you need to get that sports league up and running. So who do you call? There's only one place to call. It's Keystone Recognition. Over 40 years of servicing Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Chester, and South Jersey counties. Promotional items, logo clothing, retirement plaques. They do it all, and they do it safely. Think of Keystone Recognition for your PPE needs. That's masks, hand sanitizers, and more. Keystone Recognition provides non-contact pickup and delivery. So give Jeremy and Johnny a call. 215-464-9900 or check them out online at Keystone Recognition. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Welcome back to the program, Extending the Play, Saturday edition, Halloween edition, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. And we are going to get into Eagles-Cowboys coverage. It's Dallas week. It's Sunday night football, all the trappings. Want to welcome in my guest, Daniel Gallen from PennLive.com, the Patriot News, one of the best beat writers who cover the Eagles, and that's what we do here. We bring you inside 
uh, with the people that cover this team on a daily basis. Welcome to the program, Dano. How, how are you? I'm doing well, John. Happy Halloween. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm a little depressed because I got to be honest, and I mentioned this in the opening of the show. Sean Connery passed away, so I'm asking everybody, um, who was your favorite James Bond, and what was your favorite Sean Connery James Bond movie? Oh, I am. I'm putting uh, you on the spot. The worst person you could have. <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> But so you I do got, know Sean Connery. Any <laughs> any Sean Connery, uh, Indiana Jones, anything, I did put you on the spot, so I should have given you a heads up. And then we'll shift no, to I'd the probably have to, I'd probably have to dig deep into my Rolodex to, to have a good answer there, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to get off to a rocky start on ah, this one. Ah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll get into the important stuff, which is Eagles-Cowboys anyway. And as I mentioned, it's not to, to me that's not the typical Eagles-Cowboys week because – um, it's Ben DiNucci, who most likely is going to be the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. So this is not Carson Wentz versus uh, Dak Prescott. This is not Donovan McNabb versus Tony Romo. Um, and from that standpoint, uh, the Cowboys certainly don't look as threatening as perhaps they once did. Uh, but, you know, it is a division game. Um and we all know they tend to be closer. You don't have to go back long last Thursday night with the New York Giants. Uh, when you look at the Eagles' perspective right now, and start with the offensive line, I think, Daniel, what do you expect to see up front this week? And uh, is it going to be Jason Peters at left tackle? Yeah, um, I'm operating under the assumption that uh, it's going to be Jason Peters at left tackle, which will be, you know, another kind of new or different look uh, for the offensive line. Um, you know, I think it's interesting from a perspective that you've got two uh, offensive tackles in Jason Peters and Lane Johnson where you're really not sure uh, if either is going to play every single snap. Um, you know, we saw it with Peters, uh, you know, throughout the past couple of years where he'll miss a couple of plays here and there. Uh, you know, we saw it with Lane. Uh, he was battling through the injury uh, earlier this month where he was in and out. Um, and so I guess you're going to see Jordan Mailata uh, as a top swing tackle. Um, you know, it probably would have been nice to see what he could do uh, out at left tackle against, you know, a pretty interesting group of Cowboys pass rushers. Um, but I think given the way that you know, the depth shakes out with Jack Driscoll uh, also being out with that ankle injury um, that Mylotta will be that, that swing guy, um, which I think could make for some, you know, some interesting situations. Uh, if, you know, Johnson has to miss a couple snaps, if Peters has to miss a couple snaps, um, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, and we're talking with Daniel Gallen from PennLive.com and also the Patriot News uh, and, and you bring up a good point in the fact that you can't really count on, uh, from the Eagles' perspective, from Doug Peterson, Jeff Stoutland, uh, Jason Peters to be out there. Uh, we see that every week when he has been healthy at 38 years old. And Lane Johnson now on top of that tight, ripe, tight rope ankle surgery has the sprained MCL. So there's no guarantee either of those guys – are going to play the entire game. So you need a competent swing tackle. I think a lot of people have missed that point. So I'm glad you brought it out. 
Now, as a whole, though, it seems like the fan base is really upset uh, that the Eagles aren't sticking with Jordan Mailata at left tackle. Have you gotten that feel? And it's pretty amazing how quickly they've gotten on that Mailata train. And in essence, four starts, and so many people think he's better than a Hall of Fame left tackle. Yeah, it was kind of – I've been thinking about it a lot, um, you know, the past couple of days um, where, you know, there's kind of a couple things that you have to balance when you think about this. Um, you know, it's been interesting. Uh, it's been new. It's been a little exciting uh, to see Mylotta uh, out at left tackle. Um, but at the same time, you know, this team, even though it's 2-4-1, uh, it's in first place uh, in the division. You know, it has a chance to get a home playoff game if it can get through this year and, and win this division. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of – it's not necessarily the right time, uh, you know, to kind of experiment, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of, oh, like, let's see what we have uh, in the sky right now. Um, you know, I think that, you know, from the eye test, uh, Peter's had some really, really rough moments uh, earlier this year. Um, Smilata also had some rough moments. Um, and I think that, you know, I guess from the perspective – um, of the Eagles, uh, Peters gives them, you know, ostensibly the best chance to win. Um, I don't necessarily uh, follow uh, the reasoning that Doug Peterson gave yesterday uh, in, you know, making the, the Nelson Aguilar uh, comparison, you know, with Mylotta, you know, sitting out and seeing the game uh, from the sideline. Um, I do kind of, I understand it as in, you know, you played four games, you got your feet wet, now you get the chance, you know, to you know, reflect on that a little bit. Um, you know, I get that framing. Uh, the Aguilar framing was, you know, a little – I didn't quite follow that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that with Peters coming back, um, you kind of know, uh, I think, what you're going to get uh, on a week-to-week basis, whereas with Mylotta, there's still that kind of higher uh, higher variance, um, you know, right now. But, yeah, it's been – you know, I think that part of it is that uh, with the excitement around Mylotta is that, you know, he's new, uh, he's different, and he was a young guy that got a chance and really took advantage of it. Um, you know, we've seen kind of the, the same faces over the past couple of years, uh, and this year there's been, you know, kind of some new blood with the way that guys like Travis Holgan have played. And so, you know, I think that, you know, there's just kind of naturally an element that, you know, you want to see more of that. You want to see these younger guys, you know, Mylotta's been with the team for three years. You know, he's been nothing but potential uh, until the past month. And so I think that there's there's an exciting element to that. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. I, I was kind of scratching my head over the Nelson Aguilar comparison as well. I, I, I think a lot of people were, and I think Dan <laughs> Doug was kind of bending over backwards to come up with something off the top of his head. But I, I also think too often maybe – people put too much uh, worth in the press conferences and, and some of these off-the-cuff statements from head coaches around this league. Uh, but let's shift gears to uh, the health of the Eagles. And for once, it, it seems to be trending in a positive direction. Uh, the team started uh, these 21-day practice windows on five different players uh, this week, and we'll probably know today they have four open roster spots after moving uh, Nate Gary and Jannard Avery to injured reserve uh, already. Um, they had two open spots. So uh, Jalen Rager, 
we just mentioned Jason Peters, uh, potentially uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, T.J. Edwards is going to be back. Maybe Rudy Ford. How, how much does this influx and getting healthier uh, help this team moving forward? Yeah, it's a big boost. And I think that, you know, kind of the, the timing uh, of some of the injuries and, you know, there's a couple kind of uh, almost one-for-one one exchanges uh, that I think could help where Deshaun Jackson, you know, your speedy outside receiver, uh, goes on IR on Monday. Uh, you get back Jalen Rager, uh, you know, a speedy uh, younger receiver. Um, you know, yesterday Nate Gary goes on IR. Uh, you know, you seem set to bring T.J. Edwards back um, from IR. So I think that that kind of helps, you know, keep, you know, a little bit of a, a baseline um, with some of the moving parts that you have. But, you know, I think overall that, you know, this is what, you know, this is what the Eagles need. They need these guys to get healthy, um, you know, the way that, the injured reserve rules are this year. I think it really helped them um, in terms of being able to, you know, use these roster spots with these guys that kind of have these, you know, these injuries that could linger and that are kind of these these mid-range, uh, you know, the hamstring, the ankle, these types of things. Um, but I think that these guys coming back will give will give them a boost. Um, you know, I think that there's an element of it too where we've seen some stuff work. Uh, especially on offense the past couple weeks. Um, you know, it's been really up and down. I was looking back through the drive chart this morning uh, from the Giants game, and, you know, the offense really cratered um, in the middle of that game. Uh, but, you know, I think that you kind of got to be careful with, you know, bringing some of these guys back in um, where, you know, you don't want to necessarily upset what was working, um, you know, just to, to force guys the ball. But at the same time, um, you know, the one guy coming back that I'm really looking at is Rager. Um, you know, it, it almost seems like, you know, he played in the first few games of the year, but it kind of seems like this is his debut almost because, you know, we've barely seen him. He got hurt in training camp. It was kind of touch and go whether or not he'd be back for week one. He was back. Um, and I think that this is kind of now a real almost like proper introduction uh, for him, you know, to the Seagulls offense, to kind of the fan base. Um, so I'm excited to see what they can do with him. Um, you know, I think that they should get him the ball in space, uh, especially since Miles Sanders is going to be out. Uh, you're going to need some of these guys that can make things happen on, on their own. So I think these guys coming back from IR will be good. Um, and I've got my eye on uh, Rager the most, I think. We're talking uh, with Daniel Gallen from PennLive.com here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Daniel, uh, Patriot News as well. Uh, on the print side, uh, for people who still read newspapers, and you should, by the way, say that all the time. Uh, but, Daniel, I, I, you know, it is Halloween. Uh, as we mentioned, ha- happy Halloween to all the listeners out there. Uh, looming on Tuesday, most people might think uh, the presidential election is a bigger deal, but it's also the NFL trade deadline. Uh, and there's been this talk of buyers versus sellers with the Philadelphia Eagles, where are you in in that uh, discussion? And does this game have a lot to do with it? In other words, uh, if the Eagles do lose to Ben DiNucci and the Dallas Cowboys, uh, do you become uh, all sellers? And if they win, it's pretty evident. It's probably pretty evident already. This is the front runner for a bad NFC East. But does that change your your thought process when it comes to the trade deadline? 
Yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of days. Um, you know, with the buyers versus sellers things, uh, I kind of cop out on that, and I come down in the middle uh, where I think that it's, you know, I think that if they do make some moves, um, you know, there's a decent chance that it could be, um, it could fall somewhere in between, you know, where some guys go out, some guys come in, and, you know, the net result, um, it's still kind of a, a pretty similar team. Um, you know, it's, it's hard for me to see kind of a an earth-shaking move, um, you know, just because the way that the, the NFL is typically with its in-season trades. Um, but, you know, I think that there will, if there are moves, there will be some moves around the margins, um, you know, kind of like what we saw with Gennard Avery last year. Um, you know, that was a deadline deal. Um, and, you know, that kind of, to me, falls into the, neither buyers nor sellers uh, kind of kind of deal. So, you know, I think that if they they could move someone, uh, you know, for a draft pick to maybe free up some depth uh, at a position, maybe move a draft pick to bring in someone at a position where they need depth. Um, but I think especially the way that the season is with COVID and the amount of time it takes someone uh, to get into the building um, and kind of the amount of time that it could take someone to get up to speed, you know, we've seen this the past couple of years with some of those uh, in-season additions where, you know, last year, Gennard Avery didn't play down the stretch. Uh, Golden Tate, you know, they admitted that they kind of struggled to integrate him into the offense. Um, so when you look at that kind of track record, too, it's kind of like, well, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to see, you know, the type of, of big move. You know, maybe having the bye week, um, you know, trade deadline during the bye week kind of helps uh, accelerate. Um, you know, the, the onboarding process with COVID and everything. But um, for me, I'm not really, you know, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to sit in front of the TV and have ESPN on uh, all day, uh, Tuesday, <laughs> waiting for the deadline. I'll, I'll just have one eye on it uh, throughout the day. Now, I'm glad you, you, you said that, Daniel, because I'm in the, the same boat as you. It's not buyers versus sellers. I, I kind of agree. If they do anything, it'll be, a Gennard Avery type because this team is really up against it uh, from a 2021 salary uh, cap standpoint. You mentioned COVID-19 for the first time ever. Uh, the NFL salary cap is going to decrease next season. So the Eagles kind of already knew before the pandemic started, they had to make some difficult decisions. Now they have to make more difficult decisions and Howie Roseman has already budgeted uh, for this money he has right now to kind of roll over into 2021. So there's uh, a lot of, of context. We use that word all the time. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up. But I want you to hold on uh, through the break because we're going to shift gears to talk about that struggling Dallas Cowboys team and uh, Ben DiNucci leading the way for that uh, for that group, which looked a lot different. We expected to see Dak Prescott and at least Andy Dalton, and then he get Ben DiNucci. So we're going to talk about that right here on AM fourteen ninety Sports Betting Radio. Stay tuned after the break.
smart sports better knows where to find the best odds before placing a bet and that's why smart bettors use prop swap america's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets prop swap customers always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself see a ticket you like but think the price is too high submit a bid for a price you think is fair then buy it become a smarter sports better today go to propswap.com right now or download the prop swap app prop swap where america buys and sells sports bets Delval Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Muehlbrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money, and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to GEICO or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Muehlbrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. If you're an owner, general manager, or sales manager of an auto dealership in the Delaware Valley, get in touch with Jacob Media right now and ask for this exclusive opportunity to saturate the market. If you're looking for showroom ops, buyers, and used car buyers who will travel to your dealership and do business, get in touch and understand why our Automotive Minute and our pre-owned showcase will drive eyeballs and phone calls. You will do business. Jacob Media Partners will turn on the power of radio and drop your dealership right in front front of the car buyers contact joe kraus at jacob media partners 267-261-3428 the power of the automotive minute produced by jacob media partners will bring you buyers contact me joe kraus at 267-261-3428 267-261-3428 and turn on the power of radio ups calls and buyers guaranteed to sell every car we feature in the automotive minute i'm joe kraus i'll see you on the road Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. What would you do with an extra $284,783 in retirement? 
Sure, it sounds too good to be true, but that's how much you can save in taxes during your retirement with your IRA and 401k, thanks to the defensive tax planning strategies from Thrive Financial Services. Of course, everyone's situation is different, but if you have an IRA or 401k, learn how much money you can save with a free IRA and 401k analysis. This free analysis can be done over the phone or video conference. Call to schedule your free analysis now at 215-987-2450. Remember, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Call David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services to get your free IRA and 401k analysis. Call 215-987-2450. That's 215-987-2450 for Thrive Financial Services. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Welcome back to the program, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Extend the play. Uh, and we're going to bring back our guest, Daniel Gallen from PennLive.com. Uh, the Harrisburg Patriot News, and you can follow him on Twitter at Daniel J.T. Gallen, G-A-L-L-E-N. And by the way, Daniel, and I've been doing this to everybody, Ed Kratz, Mike K., Ryan Rothstein, my producer this morning, you got to make that Twitter handle easier for people. It's killing me, all you guys. Dan, you there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you broke up real quick. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm criticizing you for your Twitter handle. It's too difficult. You got to make it easier for people. <laughs> I got two middle names, so it, it makes it tough. But I, you know, it, it's a trend. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Ed Kratz, my buddy from Sports Illustrated, he's the same way. Mike K, uh, who you know well, is the same way. Uh, you make <laughs> oh, it too man. difficult for the readers to find you guys, and y'all do a, a great job covering the Philadelphia Eagles. And we want to ship gears to the opponent this week, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. But uh, the Cowboys are not what we expected them to be. And it starts at at the quarterback position in Ben DiNucci. But also, they've had a lot of Eagles-like attrition on the offensive line, Daniel. And when you projected the Cowboys and a lot of people thought they would be the NFC's front runners. A lot of people even thought they might be Super Bowl contenders. You're thinking Teron Smith is a left tackle. You're thinking Lyle Collins is at right tackle. They've even been missing Zach Martin, who's one of the best guards in this league, but he's expected to be back. Um, just talk about the Cowboys offense in general and, and how difficult it's been to them for them because of the injuries. Yeah, I, I think when you look at their uh, their offensive line, um, you know, that was kind of the thing uh, the past couple of years that, you know, was kind of their calling card where, you know, you had Dak, uh, you had Ezekiel Elliott, you had some uh, playmakers on the outside, but, you know, when it was all said and done, it, you know, came back to the offensive line and, uh, you know, how good some of those guys were and, you know, it's kind of a, a similar thing to, to the Eagles this year where, uh, you know, so you've really seen the value um, of having stability there. And when you start switching guys in and out, um, you know, it's, it's really hard uh, when you're down so many starters. 
you know, there's it's it's hard to keep you know seven or eight starting caliber guys on an NFL roster for the offensive line. So you know the depth the depth disappears uh, pretty quickly. So you know the offensive line has been you know it's been it's been kind of rough to watch at times. Um, but you know when I look at the rest of the offense. And the skill positions uh, outside of quarterback are still healthy. You, know, you still have Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup uh, and C.D. Lamb. You still have Ezekiel Elliott. Um, you know, Elliott hasn't quite been up uh, to the same level as in the past, but we've seen him have big games uh, against the Eagles on Sunday nights before. Uh, we've seen Amari Cooper have um, big big games against the Eagles before. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, having Ben DiNucci in there as a starter, uh, you know, there's really no replacement for Dak. Um, you know, Andy Dalton was a competent backup, uh, and, you know, now we're kind of into the into the unknown. Um, but, you know, if Danucci can play a relatively clean game and get the ball to guys like Cooper, like Lamb, um, you know, I think that that's where the Cowboys kind of have their chance, and that's kind of the, the area that is really, really worth watching. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people don't realize, Daniel, the Cowboys coming into this game are still number one in the NFL in passing offense, and that's because how effective they were early in the season when Dak Prescott was healthy, and the back end of that is those receivers. I mean, that might be the most talented group in the NFL, at least the top three with Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and, and also Michael Gallup. Uh, it's just a really, really good group, but... I, You know, to me, I understand why the offense is now struggling because of those offensive line issues and because of the fact they're down to their third quarterback now. I can, I do not understand, I really don't, why this team is dead last in this league in scoring defense, 34.7 points per game with Demarcus Lawrence and Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch's back and Xavier Woods. What the heck is going on with Mike Nolan's defense? Yeah, that's been kind of the, the more uh, you know, befuddling thing this year. Um, yeah, I've watched a couple of Cowboys games uh, this year. I watched the Browns game, the Cardinals game, and the Washington game live, and I was just kind of, you know, you know, flabbergasted almost by just kind of how how they've looked on the line um, or on defense. I mean, Byron Jones left uh, in the offseason, but, you know, that's, you know, one guy that's a cornerback, um, and you don't, you know, you can't really attribute the struggles to that. So, I mean, that's just been kind of the, you know, the befuddling thing about this. Um, and when you look at a, you know, Cowboys defense uh, that hasn't been able to stop anyone, uh, against uh, an Eagles offense that has not looked uh, unstoppable at all this year outside of maybe, you know, one or two Travis Holden plays. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, something's got to give uh, in this. You know, is this the game where the Cowboys defense gets it together? Is this the game where the Eagles offense kind of, uh, you know, gets the sluggishness out of their system and can kind of put together that uh, complete game? Um, you know, one of those two things is, probably going to weigh out unless the game ends in a tie um but yeah i mean i was kind of surprised looking at the the cowboys defense uh, going through the numbers this week um you know they didn't pass the eye test uh in some of the the games that i watched but 
you know, when you actually see the numbers and you see them down at the bottom uh, and you kind of square that with the expectations you had going into the year with, you know, the talent that they have, um, especially, you know, with the Marcus Lawrence, Jalen Smith, uh, Van Der Esch, um, Alden Smith has been, you know, a pleasant surprise uh, on the field. Um, and you're kind of like, it's, it's really confusing. Um, so, you know, the Eagles offense hasn't really shown, uh, you know, a lot of consistency, but this Cowboys offense, you know, could be, you know, a, a cure almost. Uh, Daniel Gallen, PennLive.com, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, Extend the Play, Saturday edition, Halloween edition. And you've kind of seen, Daniel, that number explode as the week has gone on. Um, and people have started to realize Andy Dalton is doubtful. He's very unlikely to play. It is going to be Ben DiNucci as the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, the number's five and a half. The Eagles are favorite. Now it's probably 11 or something in that range. Take me through a path, or is there a path? How did the Dallas Cowboys win this football game? Uh, I think that they, I think the Eagles uh, tackles, um, you know, aren't as effective or as healthy as they need to be. So they get after uh, Carson Wentz uh, on a regular basis. Um, and he plays like he did in the middle of the Giants game, uh, as opposed to how he did at the end of the Giants game. Um, you get a couple turnovers there. Um, and then on the other side of the ball um, for the Cowboys offense, I think that um, you know, you see some plays where, you know, it's a deep wide receiver core. So if Darius Slay takes away uh, Amari Cooper, you still have C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup for Avante Maddox uh, and Mikel Roby Coleman and, you know, maybe Jalen Mills, um, you know, the way that the, the injuries are in the secondary right now. Um, I think that that's kind of how, you know, the, Cow- the Cowboys get a couple big plays there. Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, maybe C.D. Lamb uh, breaks off a 75-yard run for the, you know, the weekly uh, non-running back they play, uh, <laughs> too. Um, and that's kind of how I see this game kind of going sideways for the Eagles, is that you know, Demarcus Lawrence, Alden Smith get after Carson Wentz, uh, and then the other cornerbacks, you know, kind of have a little bit of trouble holding up, um, you know, against those other wide receivers. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, Daniel, because I said the exact same thing. The way the season has been going for the Eagles, you're probably going to get that 70-yard C.D. Lamb jet sweep that goes to the house. But uh, hopefully the Eagles can can figure out the issues there. Uh, Before I let you go, I want to get you on the record. Daniel Gallen, PennLive.com, Harrisburg Patriot News. Uh, give me a score. Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, Sunday night football. Uh, I went with, uh, you know, I'd been kind of uh, tiptoeing around this the past couple weeks. Um, uh, but I think that the way that, you know, it's two teams that aren't that good. Um, and so instead of, you know, picking the Eagles to win, but the Cowboys to cover or something like that, um, you know, I'm picking the Eagles to kind of flush uh, some of the things from the past couple weeks. So, uh, I have the Eagles 27, the Cowboys 9. Ah, another. uh, So 27 to 9 from Daniel Gallen. That would cover the spread pretty significantly. So uh, Eagles-Cowboys, Sunday Night Football. Thank you for joining the program, Daniel Gallen. Check out his work, PennLive.com and the Harris Patriot 
Harrisburg Patriot News. Uh, and stay tuned here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. It's Eagles Intel with Johnny Max and Ryan Rossi. Smart sports better knows where to find the best odds before placing a bet, and that's why smart bettors use PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap customers always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Become a smarter sports better today. Go to PropSwap.com right now or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates. South Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. My name is Frank Halber, and I serve as president of Ask Me Local 1637. Every day, countless lives are devastated in our country at the hands of the opioid epidemic. Whether sparked by a pain-related work injury or other issues, many of those afflicted are family members, friends, and co-workers. It may even be you in desperate need of help. No one is immune to the effects of this terrible epidemic. If you or someone you know or love is suffering from addiction to opioids or other substances, don't wait another day to reach out to someone and seek help. I have personally felt the pain that this epidemic inflicts, and I beg of you to tell a friend, a family member, or a professional now and get the support you need like your life depends on it, because it does. Remember, it's not where you start the race that counts. It's that you finish that matters the most. My name is Frank Halber of Ask Me Local 1637. I'm a labor leader and organized labor cares. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Welcome back to the program, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Extend the play. Uh, Johnny Mack here with Ryan Rothstein. Ryan, of course, the host of The Fix every night on 1490 Sports Betting Radio, uh, 10 to 1 a.m. And you have to tune in, obviously, for the entire program, but certainly at 1030 for the football fix uh, with Ryan and myself. So you get an extension of that on a Saturday uh, morning, so you're welcome for that. But <laughs> typically, Rich Q, our friend, is here for Eagles Intel. Rich, not in today, and uh, we'll be glad to see him next week. You can listen to Rich on Tuesdays and Wednesdays 
uh, here on 1490 for Back Your Play. Uh, but this is the Eagles intel portion of the program where we take you behind the scenes and uh, some things you might not know because uh, you, you don't, you're not privy to that. And when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys uh, and Ben DiNucci uh, as the starting quarterback this week, not a lot known uh, about him by the public at large. And by the way, Ryan, not a lot known about him by the Philadelphia Eagles and their coaching staff. So, you know, we kind of asked Jim Swartz this week, what do you do? How do you prepare? How, what, where do you start? And obviously it's the college tape, and Doug Peterson brought up they didn't have preseason tape as they typically would in a non-COVID-19 world. So they had to go back to some James Madison tape to just get a feel for what Ben DiNucci was as an athlete, what he likes to do when things are breaking down, all those kinds of things. But Jim had also brought up, they went to Jim Ward. Not a lot of people know that name with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's one of their scouts. Uh, has been a Midwest scout, currently the Midwest scout, but also worked in the Northeast. And Jim Ward had been on Ben DiNucci since he was a high school player in Pennsylvania, and he was a, a, a Gatorade All-American. Wow. Um, he originally uh, uh, committed to attend Penn, the University of Pennsylvania, so he's a very smart kid. Uh, and then uh, uh, Pat Narduzzi got him to flip and go to Pitt, <laughs> Uh, where he became the starting quarterback as a sophomore, uh, which is a pretty high-level school. I mean, you as a West Virginia guy is not going to like Pitt, but, uh, you know, they're not uh, a run-of-the-mill, let's put it that no. way. It's a solid program, so kind of tells you what he was uh, as a prospect coming into the uh, uh, college football aspect of his life. Things didn't work out, and then he he transferred to James Madison to get an opportunity to play where he became a star at that level. Uh, And and that turned into being a seventh-round draft choice. So, you know, maybe the uncertainty, uh, because the Eagles would have had a long history uh, to look at when it came to Andy Dalton. They don't have much to look at. So maybe they get surprised by Ben DiNucci. Just throw it up to Amari Cooper, yeah. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. <laughs> Maybe it works. Who knows? And that's, you know, my question to you, John, is how do you predict, and we don't know, we'll find out Sunday night, but how do you predict not having any NFL tape on one Ben DiNucci is going to impact Jim Schwartz's decision-making for a game plan is he going to say, you know what, let's just stick to what we've been doing? Do you think he's going to try and be a little bit more aggressive than he usually has been? Or maybe he's saying, this kid could burn us, so I'm not going to do that. Like, there's there's a chess I, uh, match. There is a chess match. And I think it, it starts with Ezekiel Elliott anytime you play the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles will go in, and, and I think even more so saying, okay, if we put this kid in the third and longs, we can really do some things. That's where you can get – kind of inventive, uh, maybe send some uh, unique blitzes, maybe uh, roll some different coverages to try to confuse a a player who hasn't played a lot at this level. Um, But if it's third and two, uh, if it's third and one, you can't do a lot of that. And and, uh, that's why I think Ezekiel Elliott is probably the key, the linchpin of this game. From both the Cowboys' perspective – 
and the Eagles' perspective because the Cowboys need them to have a, a big game and the Eagles need to stop them uh, to take advantage of a young quarterback. Uh, and I think it really can be simplified. If you're going to boil it down to one thing uh, on what's going to be the difference of the game, I, I really think it's going to be that. Now, do you think with the Cowboys' issues on the offensive line, to put it lightly, are they going to have more trouble run blocking or pass blocking? And I'm sure they're going to have trouble in both. Uh, but if you have to pick. Yeah, I, I, if I had to pick, it would be pass blocking because of the tackles. And yeah. Teron Smith and, and Leo Collins are, are not going to be out there. And that's obviously a, a huge loss for the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, Zach Martin is going to be out there. And that's, you know, he's in the conversation with Quentin Nelson, his old college teammate. He's in the conversation uh, with Brandon Brooks when Brandon is healthy. Those are probably the three guys in the conversation for best offensive guard in the NFL, and it's been that way for a pretty long time with Zach Martin. So getting him back is is important, and I think that helps them a little bit. Um and before we leave, I want to bring up one name, and that's Will Parks, because the trade deadline is coming up uh, on Tuesday, Election Day in this country. Uh, and I think that name surprised a lot of people, uh, Ryan Rothstein. And I always say, don't shoot the messenger. The Eagles <laughs> like Marcus Epps more than the fan base does. So the question is, is Marcus Epps the next Nathan Gary, who the fan base hates but the coaches love? And on the other aspect of that, why does everyone love Will Parks? What has he done? Now, I love Will Parks, but I love him personally. Great guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the fan base seems to think he's, I don't know, a cross between Ronnie Lott and uh, <laughs> Earl Thomas. Uh, I, yeah. What, what am I missing? Well, you, John, you know this better than I do. He's, a, he's the shiny new toy, um, just acquired, haven't really seen him yet. So they're going to clamor for whoever they haven't seen yet, who they think is half decent of a football player. They're going to say, we want him. We want him. And, you know, as soon as they insert Will Parks, if they would have done that more frequently, they would have been booing him off the field. Well, guess who got beat on the Evan Ingram play? That Evan Ingram dropped. Uh, and what we, you know, Daniel right. Jones, a perfect throw to seal the game. Evan Ingram, guess who got beat on that play? Was Will Parks. Will Parks. There it <laughs> but, is. Uh, I but you know they didn't it's even funny. know he was on the field. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. A drop football changes the narrative uh, so much, uh, it, it, and it always does in the NFL. And I always say it's not it's not about uh, it's not about play calling. It, it's about play results, and that's what people judge, and rightfully so. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but it's been another great program on AM 1490, extending the play, sports betting, radio. want to thank Daniel Gallen from PennLive.com, Harrisburg Patriot News. And I want to thank you, Ryan Rothstein, the oh, host of, of The Fix on AM 1490, sports betting, radio. Tune in to Ryan uh, every night uh, from 10 to 1 a.m. Rich Q, I want to give him a shout-out wherever he is. Hopefully he's sleeping <laughs> <laughs> Four to six Tuesday, Tuesdays and Wednesday, Wednesdays for Back Your Play and Rich. Uh, and we'll be back next Saturday talking about the trade deadline and a bye week edition. The wow. Eagles on their bye week setting up for the New York Giants. Until then, Ryan Ross, keep extending the play. Love it.
You've been listening to Extending the Play with John McMullen on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Today's program was sponsored by the Malamet Law Office and Remax Real Estate, as well as Bet Rivers Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. This has been a Jacob Media Partners production. Sports Betting Radio. Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com.